it's your host, Matilda. And it's your host, Hadiza. And you're listening to the African Lipso Podcast. Okay. Welcome back. This week's episode is basically just a continuation from our recording last week. We were talking about credit cards. So just in case you haven't listened to that episode, I would suggest, I mean, highly suggest that you go back and listen to last week's episode. So yeah, because the conversation was really long, we just broke it up into two episodes and we just hope you enjoy. If you have any questions, let us know. And before we get into it, before I start the episode again, I just wanted to remind you guys to please go to our Twitter page at Pod and um, please take the poll because we're trying to determine if we should shorten the episodes or keep it at the same length and we really, really value your input. So let us know. And yeah, I'm going to jump into the episode. I'll catch you guys next week. With this, what I was trying to, the point I was trying to make is that you going from one set of debts, you've done so well, congratulations, good credit score or bad credit score. Congrats. Now, here's another system of debt, you know, hence the whole issue why they want to put it out there that credit card is the only way that the system can work. But outside of the credit card system, in Africa, most African countries don't use credit cards. And, and can you speak to the state of Africa? A very good example I, I can bring up is Rwanda. They don't have a credit card system like the way it's done here in the West, mm-hmm. but the economy is booming up. Another good example is Botswana. They don't have a credit card system like we do here in the West, but also countries are also booming. Okay. So I can point out good examples okay. that are doing well in Africa because of better governance. So bad governance is what's the problem, not having a financial system where people are in debt because they're already... Literally, my country, Nigeria, sadly, has been tagged the poverty center of the world because recently poverty rate in India is just 12 percent in Nigeria. I can't even, I don't even want to say the percentage because it's incredibly insane. Yeah, it's very embarrassing <laughs> because you have 200 million people and 180 million people living in abject poverty. That is insane. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I like the fact that you brought up Botswana and Rwanda and I didn't even know about them. And that's great. I'm so happy because I'm Nigerian and Canadian and African, I guess. So that's awesome. I'm so happy for them. But they didn't experience the 1920 depression in the United States that made them to come up with a system where they believe what works best for them is the credit card system. So you're saying this can't exactly work for Nigeria, for instance, because, okay, an article I read, they were talking about how a credit system might be good for Nigeria because it just gives more buying power, which helps circulation of wealth, basically. But like from what you talked about, like it's not the fact that we don't have, um, yeah, it's bad governance. Like, if you put more credits in the hands of people that already don't have money, then that's not yeah, the solution. Yeah, if, you put it, if they're irresponsible, then they're gonna, you, that's not you're the gonna solution. see how irresponsible they are. Yeah, um, I think one thing that is important for us to notice is your credit score isn't made up of just your the expenses on your credit card. So, mm-hmm. if you have a student loan, your credit score actually is affected by your student loan as well when you're making the payments. If you have, say, a car payment, car loan, yeah. that also affects it. Hey, if you have a mortgage, which you cannot get without a credit card, it also helps you towards your credit score. And so everything kind of ties in together. And I know one of the things I wanted to mention before it kind of went into a bunch of... Like a uh, tangent. Uh, yeah, yeah, and a tangent. Just, just a is the on. factors for calculating like your credit score. Before yeah. you jump on that, you see that there's a, there's a very core team in everything you've said, which is 
Debt, 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 debt. <laughs> Mortgage. Carlo. Yeah, debt isn't a bad thing. It isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's, it's, it's essentially a bad thing. And also you mentioned about the 1920 and Rwanda. Well, I mentioned it because you did, so I'm citing and you. And I'm going to jump off that because 1994, 800,000 people died in Rwanda. That is way worse than the repression where some people just couldn't buy groceries. So, I guess what yeah. he was trying to bring up is the fact that like it's culture specific. Like exactly. maybe the credit yeah. system thing is what works for the West because of the specific history that they've gone through. But it doesn't mean that it's going to be adaptable in say Nigeria, for instance. We have to learn to deal with our problems specifically. Maybe like even right now though, like I heard that um, maybe in 2019 that we might actually go into another dep- um, recession in the West just because the credit system is just going above the limits exactly. that it can even handle because that. student loan and everything yeah. student loan is one of the things that it's they the think biggest. is going to collapse the it's, system yeah. people are taking loans that they cannot repay yeah. and what, what would the government do okay just continue mm-hmm. saying that oh that does not mean i'm going to pay back a like, lot you more know, people have declared bankruptcy, bankruptcy. in the last two years yeah. than in the last 10 years that is not a good number for any yeah. for any system that depends on debt credit equalization yeah um, yeah and what about the other countries that haven't depended on that do they also have financial problems that may or may not be related to debt how do you mean like, poor governance as well well that's also a problem it's just a problem right we're de- yeah. we're talking about financial problems because mm-hmm. that's crippled the economy of mm-hmm. such nations yeah. so in this case um in the west we're saying debt is a crisis and yes i agree like especially in the united states like the universities are insane if you want to become a doctor or lawyer hundreds of yeah, thousands of dollars in canada yeah, so yeah. It's an issue. yeah even here as well like yeah. i'm not denying oh that but fact. you know they, they they're taking away like that um there's like a grace period i think that... that's only in ontario oh it's only ontario yeah, that is only ontario yeah, yeah. Only so so, yeah, when you get a student loan, you have six months after you graduate before they so start paying. before they yeah, start the whole the minimum payments. Yeah. And I believe um, the, the national part of the loan until you get a job with minimum twenty thousand dollars before they require you to pay. Okay, I'm not sure. You twenty thousand is good. Well, if you graduate, I mean, university, I, you I'm saying that twenty thousand is really small. They, yeah. Even if you get a retail job, you're going to be oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're out for your money. It's They're a cool. like, factors for yeah, fa- exactly. We're so worried. We yeah. keep getting sidetracked. So the first one um, that I believe is the length of your credit history, mm-hmm. and like the longer the better. So when you like when you get a credit card, obviously you want to use it responsibly. And the fact that a lot of people may not know is that even if you end up being, uh, being qualified for better credit cards in the future, whether it's a better limits or like you choose to get a different credit card that has different benefits that you're interested in. So if you travel a lot or you do a lot of shopping, you decide to get a credit card with a rewards program that suits your need. Do not cancel your first credit card until you get to a certain point. And the reason is because if you cancel your credit card, you've canceled the credit history you've built up in that time period. And so the length of your credit history is important uh, towards calculating your score. Obviously, you get to a point where the first card you got to do, which is probably $500 or $1,000, doesn't matter. Like at like a point where you're able to get the black card from mm-hmm. like at that point, you don't need that anymore. Yeah. Um, like the I other stuff is that. like the utilization rate, which is somewhat people call it the debt to credit ratio, which is basically how much credit you use versus how much you have. A bunch of different analysts and that have done some calculations as to what helps you to get a relatively good credit score say you should spend not more than 30% of your limits and pay it off. And with that, you're able to keep a good debt to credit ratio. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you 30% or less. So imagine if you have a higher credit if you're responsible with your card and you don't spend more than you can afford to pay back your debt to credit ratio is actually going to be very nice 
Um, obviously, another one is on-time payments. Like you need to make your payment on time. If you make your payment such that you never have to pay any interest rates, guess what? That's fantastic. That's good for you. But once you have to pay an interest rate, that's not good for you. Can we quickly, before you move on from that, just what exactly is that minimum repayment, um, minimum payment, right, on your credit card? Because I've always been confused. Wait, so, sorry, yeah. with minimum payments too, yeah, you still get charged interest. Not if you pay before the date. No, no. Even if you pay minimum payment before the date, you still get charge interest because you've not paid the full amount. Yeah. So then, then what exactly does minimum payment mean? It means you're in good standing Standing with your bank. That's just it. So So does that relate to your credit score? Yes, it does. Okay. So it's like, this is like, it's, it's good. It looks good. But when the government comes to check deeper then they see you're just making a limit so minimum payment is the one of the major reasons a lot of people are in debt right now because they always think that oh if i just make this minimum payment of 20 dollars mm-hmm. oh i'm good to go for this month you know mm-hmm. but you still get charge interest because this is this is facts because i worked for a credit card company and i see the amount so someone's minimum payment was about 20 dollars and then she, she calls in saying like, yo, why are you still charging? Yes. Me why are you charging me interest? <laughs> and it's like when you check the fine print of that document that you click, 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 agreed, agreed, agreed. There is something there that says you still get charged interest. But with minimum payments, you are in good standing with your bank. And as well, with all this stuff we've been talking about, I feel like the reason I'm saying I'm in between for credit cards in general is because we forget about the people. We forget about their situation. Not everyone is privileged. Oh, you know? No, that's a bad thing. No. So No, like I like Yes. In that's, what, that's the thing. If you are not privileged, then you shouldn't You don't deserve it. No, yeah, no, a credit but, card is not the solution. But, yes, but you're in a system where there's nothing you can do, nothing you, you can't get out of your situation without a credit card. You can't get out of your situation with a credit card. Yes. The credit card is not going to take you out of your it's, situation. No, but that's what you need. You always need a credit card in this so, part of example, the world. Like you can't okay, like he said, you can't get a Phone line, you can't get a phone line. Yeah, that's what I'm like. So he still, the person who cannot afford a credit card would still get a credit card, and because it's there, even though they can't afford to use it, because it's there, it it's an option for them. Like, oh, I can't afford to use this. I they they don't also teach financial literacy in schools, so it's like or anywhere. So it's like, oh, um, I can't afford to use this but it's there now because i had to get it so i'm just going to use it Mm -hmm. they don't have access to financial literacy so they don't know yeah i'm saying that it's not a good argument Mm -hmm. for it because no 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 no, wait sorry if you're talking about poor people and the system for instance i'm not saying poor people i'm just saying people that are less privileged okay like if you're less privileged for instance and you need money like right now but you can't pay the thing before the due date Mm -hmm. right no it's not sorry you don't get don't get me wrong sorry okay so i'm not even talking about money Okay. I'm talking about getting something. Let's say you want to start a business, but you're not privileged. You don't have a dad to give you a small loan of a million dollars, right? Mm-mm. So it's you at that point in time need to get a credit card and you might get affected with your credit score if you don't pay back, even though you have good intentions, you know? And as well, there's something he brought up as what well I wanted to go back to about the credit history. You have to be careful with that as well because some credit card companies charge you if you just have a card and you're not using it for a certain amount of years. Actually, I think your card actually becomes nullified. So no, see, no, it, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. This is this is that's where they. But it is recommended for you to use your card, even if Obviously. it's just to buy a coffee and pay it back. Yes. You should use your card. How often? Yes, at least once a month. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? I Once just it want gets me. It is, it is it is true. Okay. It is true, but I feel but those stuff they don't tell you. They because, no, they don't. Yeah, because, Even I didn't know that. Like I have a credit thing. card that I think that is there because of the utilization yeah. um ratio. But I don't use it, so it I thought. The, the reason, card? see, the yeah. reason. Yeah, sometimes fine. the reason is. Oh not, yeah. Yeah, you're fine. If it's a student credit card, no, you don't. Yes, go through the reason. The sometimes the reason they okay, nullify they your poor. account <laughs> is okay, because great. let's say, sorry. Gucci. The reason they nullify your account most of the times is let's say you get a credit card and you don't activate it for a certain amount of years. Like after two years, you don't activate it. Of course, they'll nullify your account, right? But if you have a credit card and you don't use it for let's say four years or five years, but your name is still, you didn't close the account. You for that for the credit card company I worked with. I remember this lady called in one day. I can't really say the name of the company because like I bashed <laughs> them in this, in, this, in this podcast. Larry, they'll come and find so, you. Okay. Yeah, my name is Stephen, right? So just, just so you guys, <laughs> yeah, just in case you ask questions. Stephen Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go on. So the woman called in that day and was like, um, "I've not used my card for over a certain amount of years, right? And so why am I? Why do I have this amount of money on my? Because she wanted." She was thinking about getting a, the same company, a new card, but she remembered that she had a card. So mm-hmm. she called in to check if the card was still activated and stuff, right? And then I told her, like, you sorry, you owe about $110. Excuse? How? So she, not How? thousand, though. No, not a not thousand, oh, okay. obviously. 110 yeah. I mean, that's... It's just... Yes, but well, she's like, yeah. I've not used this card in life forever. So why am I getting charged? So you're basically getting charged for occupying space. Mm. Oh, interesting. So that's the thing. But they don't tell you this as well. You know, um, but like so I'm still always in the middle of with credit card because in the system, Pat already said it like best. You need a credit card. And as well, in terms of debt, that doesn't really help you as a as a person, as a um society as well, because the more debt you are in. I don't know, like, cause he like uh, the reason I'm in between again is because why don't you just create more job opportunities? Yeah, well, even when they do that, they increase your taxes or whatever it is. Yeah, but, but taxes. When, when they do that, taxes. okay, are you able to? What job would you need to have, and how much are you getting paid for you to be able to buy an average car of twenty five thousand dollars straight up cash? Not a lot of people can do. It. Some people can do it, or you could buy like a tin can of four thousand dollars. Hopefully, you can save for that in like six months to a year of work if that's what you want to do. But now if we go into mortgages, like you cannot buy like a half a million dollar two bedroom house or three bedroom house from your 60, 70, 80, $100,000 per year job in five years. You cannot do that. But you see, that's the thing. That That's a whole different conversation because credit card still doesn't stop whatever inflates the price of those things. Because a house that is $500,000 now wasn't $500,000 five years ago. Yeah, fair enough. That's the truth, right? That's good, yeah, because the market, that's credit, a good thing. And credit card systems have been like that, have been in place, right? But still, it hasn't stopped things from being inflated. So whether it's existing or not, all those things still will be that price mm-hmm. yeah. you get. So having to now put bring in a credit system where, credit card system or a debt system where people now need to get in debt just so they can catch up to the inflating prices oh. doesn't help them out. It's enabling yeah, I, I, the system. Okay, exactly. Okay, it's so more enabling the system. That's why that's why I am on really on the strong stand that it's more beneficial to the institutions who give it out than you, the customer. That's that's because fine. That's fine. It's more beneficial to them, but it could also be beneficial to you. If I am able to afford a down payment for a mortgage for X number of years ago or for a house of $500,000, which you said 
is going to appreciate over time. I made the, the, the mortgage and someone like you will refuse. So actually to, to, to go back one step, you're actually able to build a credit score using other means other than credit card. But the reason why credit card is encouraged is because you're going to make all this payments and expenditures anyways. You might as well make it with your credit card and make those payments to show that you're you're responsible with making payments when it's necessary. Mm -hmm. Like and so and so that's the point of it. You can just have student loan and not have credit card. Like how often are you gonna take student loan? Right? You take it once when you're going to school for your four years and then you pay it off in I don't know five, ten years, whatever. And if you get a car on lease or whatever form of payment, you pay it off within two or three years. That's not enough history for them to see that you're actually responsible with making payments when needed. And you make you literally are making my point for me. Which is like yes, I'm mentioning credit cards, but I'm still on the bigger picture of the debt system. You're essentially describing the debt system that you need to be in for you to gain whatever you want in life in future, which is the house or the car. Yeah, that's correct. The institution is benefiting, but so are you if you use it correctly, if you're on the right side of the system. Because if I have if I have sixty thousand dollars today, as a first time home buyer, my my um uh, my down payment is gonna be between ten to twenty percent. And so with sixty thousand dollars, depends on the location, I could get a house of three hundred to six hundred thousand dollars, depending on the location and depending on the down payment the bank is able to do for me. As a second time home buyer, it's gonna go up to about twenty-five to thirty-five percent down payments. Now if I have just sixty thousand dollars, I could own a property of six hundred thousand dollars and rent it out to someone or if it's it's it, if it's such a, like if I would let's say I get a three bedroom house and I'm staying in one and I rent out two of them and the rent from the two houses is good enough to pay for the mortgage. And so I don't have to make any payments. I've literally used $60,000 to own a $600,000 house. Granted, there's going to be unforeseen expenditures with repairs and stuff like that, which is fine. Those are part of the investment. But I made a payment of $60,000 and over the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, however long I decide to make the mortgage, someone is paying for the house. And at the end of that time period, or even before the, if I choose to wait that long, one, the house might have appreciated. So if I choose to sell it, I spend $60,000, but I'm getting a house of probably a million dollars at that point. Or halfway through, if I decide to sell the house, there's something called equity, right? The money that has been paid on the house plus the interest that is accrued. And so I spend $60,000, but in 10 years, I could actually cash out hundred or $120,000 from that property. You, won't, you can't get that without having a credit. Essentially, <laughs> you're saying the story of one out of 10. That's what you literally have just said. But that's everyone if you have a good credit. That is everyone out of 10 no, persons. That is not, that's not true. Yeah. That's not every. That's not, that's every not everyone. That's everyone that's out disagree. of. Yeah, that is one out of every 10 persons who gets a credit card. There are people who outside of the West who have bought houses without being in debt. Outrightly. Yeah, outrightly with paying for it. So there's 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 really no reason why the West that claims to be developed need a debt system that even that just needs large pool of people. That's the honest truth. They don't care about the one out of ten person who doesn't pay. That's why they don't waste their time calling you. Hey, Patrick, thank you for paying off your credit card. <laughs> oh my card. gosh. Do no. they? No, they, they don't do that. Okay, they never, no, they don't do that. I was like, ah, is that the top no. echelon? <laughs> they don't do Maybe that. Maybe they call you. No, like, no, they, no. They, they employ that, people. That, that, that's another thing, too, Yeah, right? they, they That's em- another thing, right? They don't, 
Now, they don't call you to thank you yeah, without they don't say, offering you something else. Exactly. If, if they're calling you, so practice was, thank you for paying your debt. Okay, okay. you have $10,000 um, credit. Do you want more limit to it? Do you want increases? Because they've seen that, oh, we can't get this guy. Let's try higher now, you know. But but yeah, I feel like we had a conversation about like upping your credit card, um, and you see like a lot of people are against it, but then you are for upping your credit card. No, no, sorry, sorry. I'll I'll speak. I'll speak on his behalf for that one. Just just, (laughs) you didn't speak on my behalf. It's right here. It's right here. But but like I agree with him that if they call you and offer you a credit limit, take it because once you call and ask for credit limit your credit score goes down. Huh? All right, I'm going to yes. speak to that, okay? So that is also one of the myths that I was going to talk about. And you're right. So when they call you to offer you an increase in your credit limit, it's because they've done a soft check on you, something called a soft check. Yeah. And basically that doesn't yeah. affect your score. But right. just wait a second. And when they do that uh, check, they were able to say, okay, this person has been responsible. We can offer them an increase. And that's good for your debt to credit ratio, which is helps you towards getting a better credit score. Now, if you call them to do that, they have to check your score. Yes. Depends on the organization. It could be a soft check or a hard check. And if it's a hard check, it's the problem is that it's, it's going to affect the credit score. Check. It's however, always a hard check. If you call, if you, you call in. Oh yeah, yes. so, however, if you call more than if you call multiple times within six months, <laughs> that is not good for you because it means like your credit is messed up or something like. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, it means you're you're out there fishing for exactly. credit, so you're broke. Except if you're like churning credit cards and that's another topic uh-huh. um a lot of people do that for benefits like getting free flights and stuff like that but ultimately actually it does affect your score but um it's it's only a temporary effect on your score and it only lasts six months hard checks or soft checks soft checks okay yeah so what, what happens with hard checks um it does affect your score negatively i think it's by by it drops by 20 or 24 again i'm not sure you can fact check that but that's it might be different for this thing no it's true and the and and, and that's Canada. true because wait, like but you should even if you do a check you shouldn't check more than three times um like in like more than twice like i don't even know why you would want to do that but you you know when you apply for houses like a, an apartment or whatever they ask if it's okay for them to check your score. Credit. it's because they want to do a soft check so you can do a soft check on yourself and that doesn't affect your score quote and unquote doesn't affect because it actually does but in mm-hmm. after six months it doesn't actually affect because the effect is minimal but after six months it is null. okay it's funny because like that, that i just wanted to point out something because there was an episode the adulting episode when yeah. we were talking oh, about it so much no, yeah. disagree hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Sis. okay so pat is like almost our number one listener so like anytime he listens to an episode he's like i disagree with this i disagree with everything you said okay we appreciate that but there's an episode where we're just talking about always checking your credit score to make sure that you're good like there's apps that do that so that soft check kind of speaks to that yeah because if you like over check your um score it kind of like negative it could negatively affect your uh, your score as you said yeah He's checking his cheat sheets. Yeah. So. I think one of the, uh, I, I don't know if you can do this in Canada as well, but in the US, like one of the companies in which you can do like a soft check is called Credit Karma. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, I've heard that. I always see service. ads on um, yeah, YouTube it's about it's, it. It's for, uh, like you can do like a soft check. I forgot. Hey, hey, sis, are you advertising yeah. on this podcast? Well, it just hit me. I was yeah, agreeing with you and I was like. I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> I should credit come up there. But you look for a place They should come up there. soft check. Okay. Okay, the name I mentioned now, come find me. Patra Vista Deumi. Just take me as your representative. I'm going to bleep that out. I also think like 
<laughs> bank apps also allows you to check your credit. Yeah, so there's a recently. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think that would have been that would be that would, that would yeah. be a subject. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you were talking about like other things that affect your credit score. Yeah. Well, I can feel the oh, okay. Air. Yeah. So like uh, on time payment, obviously uh, that kind of affects your credit score. Mm-hmm. Having a mix of credit cards. So like there's a bunch of different kinds of credit cards. I mean, obviously you graduate from secure to the one that's not secure. And if you have a credit card from, um, I guess, I mean, I don't know if it, it, having a mix of credit card here would mean like having Visa and having Amex or Capital One or whatever, but like just having a mix of credit card with regards to like how they've been structured, like what kind of stuff you can get from it is good for your credit score. Other than the fact that having more means you're having more limits, which means your debt to credit ratio is actually good, your equalization. And another stuff is total credit inquiries, which is basically you don't want to like check your credit score every two weeks because that's not good for your credit score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those so are the things, things that I know. And um, there's probably a lot more. Uh, but obviously, the most important thing is to be responsible with your credit card. Basically, mm-hmm. if you want to get a credit card and you want to try to be responsible with it, if you know you want to make a purchase, make sure you have the money in your checking account. However way you wish to make the payments, if I need to spend $200, I make sure I have $300 in my account, make the payment with a credit card because I understand the value of using a credit card and put it back on the credit card because I'm trying to build a credit score. And so if you use a credit card like that, like hopefully you would be responsible with doing that uh, and be consistent with doing that. And there's going to be situations where you actually don't have the money, but you know you're going to get a paycheck on a Thursday and you need to make expenses. That's some of the situations where credit card is really good because like, for example, like I'm a TA and like one of our payments was the first payment for the semester for the math department at Carlton was delayed. Carlton. Um, <laughs> and so like I needed to... Yeah, I'm blocking that one out. Like, I, needed, I, needed, I want my degree. Thanks. <laughs> I, I needed to make a payment and like... Um, it will not hold me back here. And like basically, basically just just the fact that I have a credit card, I'm able to make... Like I didn't need to have that money to do that. But it, for someone who actually was expecting that payment, mm-hmm. they're able to use their credit card and then they know that they're expecting like X amount of dollars and then they can pay that. And so that also is one of the benefits other than building your credit score, which is good for like other things down the road in your life. Yeah, I guess in summary, what we've been trying to say is credit cards can be like as a system it, it's flawed i i think it is flawed to be very honest but like if you're able to use it responsibly then it's not bad for you so like what you should be aiming for is learning to use it responsibly and take into account all the things we've said and can we just briefly go into like the fact that I, I know we alluded to it a lot like in our conversation talking about how africa or like specifically nigeria does not have a credit system do you guys think we need one or do you think it's going to be bad because i mean we do lend like there's um there's small local people that borrow money i forget what it's called Esusu. what what did you say Esusu. Esusu, what's that that's um it's a system where i don't know if it's kind of like what you want to say but it's a system where so you have 12 months in a year right so you have 12 people come together and they put money together. It is that. Yeah. So they put But money. there's a Yoruba name too. Esusu. Esusu is. Yeah, like um, Ajorawa or something. I don't know. I don't know. But Esusu is probably like the name they call it in um. I I don't. Where are you from in Nigeria? From Edo State. Okay, maybe that's the Edo name. I I don't know if that's the Edo name. Doesn't sound Edo like, but but anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not Edo. So so how it works is you have twelve people and then you have twelve months. So what they do is that they agree. Okay, I'm just gonna give hypothetical amount. They agree each of them they're gonna give ten naira right Mm -hmm. for each month. 
So when 12 of them give their 10 Naira, it comes to 120 Naira, right? So each person will have a month attached to their own name. Mm -hmm. So January, February, just like that. So in the month of January, let's say it's Pachibus, right? Pachibus gets the 120 Naira. Mm -hmm. And in the month of February, it's Larry. Larry gets the 120 Naira. So it goes like that all around. So you just get 120 Naira mm -hmm. in a particular month that you've agreed that you're going to get it. Yeah, you're going to get but you keep, but you pay essentially 120 naira mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to get 110 naira in one month. One month, exactly. Like there's a lot of like local versions of that. So like, do you guys think there should be a structured, um, something that would allow people to do it in a more like legal, more structured way, like in Nigeria? Yeah, we with that right. It's that system benefits the individuals the credit card system benefits the government and i guess in turn the banks the economy or whatever right but at the same time it's that's kind of i'm still in between okay, okay so you you agree that you feel like because it's still money that you're still paying yes. like it's and it's not it can't be like a big amount of but money it, like that no interest Oh. Yeah, actually, I, I don't know if you guys are aware, and I could be wrong, so fact check this, but actually there's banks in Nigeria giving credit cards. However, they're only mm -hmm. giving it to the very wealthy people that they can, they have proof that those people are capable of making those payments. But that's why I said, like, what of your regular um, Chinedu on the road? Well, like, oh. there is no system yet to, like, there is no, like, even if you want to do the secure stuff, which is basically... That's the point of it, because if they don't, if they're incap if they're not capable of being able to pay back, then they don't deserve to. Ask. What if Chinedu is capable, but he's just I not think, that I think the system is. Okay, I, I'm, I'm so sorry if a Chinedu is. I think I think, I think a Chinedu broke Matilda's heart. <laughs> Chinedu that broke Matilda's heart. See what you're doing now to Chinedu. They can't get me. Go on. Chinedu, you're bad No. What? Sorry. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> that Did you hear yourself? An oxymoron. <laughs> because it's not. It's not Chinedu that. Break out. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. So why why I don't think it will work in yes, Patrick is right. There are banks that give money, mm -hmm. that give credit card to those who actually can afford it. Which makes my point of they're targeting people's money and trying to put people in debt, but that's aside. Mm -hmm. But why it's not gonna work in Nigeria is because you have way more poor people than rich people and this poor people essentially don't even have money to eat mm -hmm. so for you to be below the poverty line according to the un or i can't know i don't remember the exact organization you need to actually yeah you need to actually spend less than one dollar a day mm -hmm. that is insane for you to now think you can go give that person even ten dollars credit card per month per month on the head. so so that that's part of why it's essentially difficult because already even regular loans from banks in Nigeria banks give loans at 20% interest rate that's huge already that's that is that's essentially huge. a credit card you know but no bro credit cards i don't think 20% is high for a credit card, no? It's standard. 90. It's standard. 90.99. Yeah. I thought it was around like... Oh, no, no, no. That's what you have when you're student. Oh, because it's a student one? No. Like, even student no, ones are... Even student ones. ones. That's what I'm saying. That's what you have when you're student one. I don't intend to pay interest. That's why I don't. Well, but it's good to know. It's, in yeah, fact, it's very essential good to, know. to know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that's another reason why it can work. You have a lot of poor people. You have a system already in place that it, banks essentially want more 
to do with those who can bring money in. Because mm-hmm. the more people save money in banks, the more they can use it in Nigeria, how it works. So banks rely a lot on people saving their money with them. Mm-hmm. So if you now need, if you now require those banks to now give out money, which the banks themselves don't have because they rely on the central Save bank and the government mm-hmm. to now give them that money mm-hmm. in so that they can use it. You see, the, that's the whole problem that keeps going back. Mm-hmm. Unlike in the West here, where you have wealthy families, I don't want to mention their names before people say I'm starting conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so unlike, unlike that here in the West, where you have people who can actually put in their money and allow the system to run, Back in Nigeria, most of them don't want to do that. In fact, the rich people in Nigeria rather will put their money in Switzerland, the US, or the UK, where they oh, know it can yield them mm-hmm. proper because there's already a They're system stable. there. They're stable. Yeah, there's a system there. But in Nigeria, it's really shaky. Mm-hmm. Already you have two huge banks in Nigeria planning to merge pretty soon. Ooh. And one of the customers is going to be affected by it. Di- uh, is First Bank part of it? Oh, no. First Bank isn't. Okay. But it's Diamond Bank and Access Bank. So they're going oh. to merge together. Diamond Bank is no longer going to... Um, exist is now going to be Access Bank. Oh, it's oh, it's together it's, in one. Yeah, together. Is it merging or are they merging. taking over? Because already Access Bank swallowed. Yeah, that's a good term. The swallowed, swallowed in Intercontinental yeah. Bank and one. Oh shit! The, Intercontinental doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't exist anymore. It's now <laughs> part of Access Bank. Now they're yeah, about to they're about to swallow Diamond Bank again. Yeah. Oh, you're affected. <laughs> I've been I've been calling back home to make sure that we're Union Bank at this today. Yeah, this is <laughs> You know what? Larry sounds like those evil men when they tell them that they are that continent have have capsized the high sea. Yo, he said, hey. Yo, wait so. But yeah, yeah. So, so I I really think it shouldn't be promoted in Nigeria. We don't have the literacy for that for yet. That yet. I'm, think, just, I'm just gonna okay. say like in terms of Nigeria because like it's our country and we love it I think I think <laughs> he, we're just was not, that sarcastic no I'm being serious I love Nigeria um I think we're just he not, says that for from a distance I'm serious I love Nigeria okay <laughs> um, I think we're we're probably not ready for it no uh, like, that's what I think it's too, not yeah. that we're never gonna be able to use it I mean look at like sh- online sh- like shipping and ordering i don't know i haven't been in nigeria since that stuff became common like with conga and stuff uh-huh. but i heard even the delivery people steal the stuff they don't deliver it and no, so not anymore not anymore no, no. Oh, okay i'm sorry so, yeah, well, we're developing. i just, I was just yeah, yeah. but ultimately it took some time for people to kind of adapt to this technology right that's one of the uh-huh. problems with like new technologies and new systems is that there's going to be like a period of adaptation like even like with uber, uber drivers like i've heard like some people are able to afford to buy the cars, but don't have the time to do it. So they ask someone to drive the cars and someone say, oh, if you deactivate the app, I can actually drop you off that for less than money. And that's, 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 that, that's people trying to cheat the system. Yeah. And so people are going to try to find a way to want to cheat the credit card company. I'm so but, sorry, before you move on, okay, okay. I saw a video of some, um, it was either um, um, Uber or um, Taxify. The woman got in and the guy refused to drive because <laughs> she didn't greet him. I think you said, me yeah, that video it's yeah it's like how do you come into my car and not greet me that and is my office that is- <laughs> wow bro why you have to greet your uber driver <laughs> beyond me but basically basically i think we're probably not ready to adapt that technology however nigeria is growing rapidly and like fintech in nigeria is actually crazy right now i mean in tw- 2000 and 
uh, when was the last F8 I watched? Like the Facebook conference equivalent of the Apple one. Mm-hmm. Um, like shortly after the one in 2015, I think, like Mark Zuckerberg, among the only three or four countries in Africa that he went to, Nigeria was one of them. Because like there's a lot of VCs in Nigeria and Kenya and uh, like a bunch of African countries that are really adopting like new technologies. So it's something that we're eventually going to get to, but I don't think we're ready to do that right now, right now. especially because we also have corrupt governments that are going to want to take advantage of that. that. Um, please don't find me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. But then again, I listened to a podcast and they said the whole, um, all these companies are like putting out an image of yeah. what they actually are, mm-hmm. that they are not. Like the whole fintech thing, for instance, is not necessarily as successful as as they make as they make it seem. Oh, of course. Like yeah. I like in my sh- in my trip, like for my Christmas trip, like I was I met like one of my dad's friend who was based in Nigeria, working for Nigerian Bruce, which is actually interesting because it mentioned about the merger with the banks. Actually, some banks are really scared about the future of Nigeria's economy, and that's why they're selling off a bunch of their properties that make them a lot of money because they're mm-hmm. not sure about the future of the technology. So you're right. Like there's an issue with that. There's a problem. Again, that also comes with adaptation because a bunch of people are going to try to hype up what isn't what it is just to take advantage of the system to get money from VCs, especially people from outside of Nigeria that don't know Buddha. Oh my gosh, this is a new economy. Like Booming China it. wants to come. Mm. Exactly. So there's going to yeah, That's not why China is coming. Mm. I mean, that's not why. China but not, that's not have an agenda. Different agenda. That's different. But ultimately, I love China. But ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, ultimately, but ultimately, <laughs> Shit, did you hear what he said under his breath? Oh, you didn't catch I it. I did. Oh, right. but yeah, well, you that agree. Was, that was a Trump reference. Okay. Oh, it's oh, wow. oh I see. Oh. Well, well, well. I, I don't that's know if you the orange one. Wow. Wow. I don't know if that's on the podcast, but Trump, um, Trump, Trump. well, ultimately, like, I feel like you know, there's gonna be like an adaptation process, and there's gonna be like a lot of like scams and stuff like that you're suggesting like look at what happened in the 2000 even year in the west like look at the boom of the 2000 companies that were worth nothing became worth like hundreds of dollars and a lot of people became millionaires but that wasn't sustainable because the system was still in the early stages and people were learning to adapt to the technology and the real stuff that actually brings value to people survived it and so mm-hmm. i feel like that's what's going to happen whether it's fintech whether it's eventually when credit cards come or whatever other technologies that we choose to adapt in africa as a whole and even nigeria as a nation i, 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 I really oh. sorry like i just want to say and we're just talking about nigeria but at the same time is you know kenya in 2015 became a second world country a second world country okay. yes and yeah, I'm looking moving to Kenya. Is that is yes. that still a thing? Do people still use that phrase? Second second world, world country. Yeah, I've been in Well, yeah. essentially, not not really, but people will more use the phrase like develop, developing, developing, yeah. 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 developing, developed or underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, credit cards are not coming there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there. Yeah. You still have systems that it can like it will and can work. Okay. Without being in debt. Yeah. Actually, so, in Kenya, they have. Uh, uh, please fact check me on this, but I don't remember if it's Kenya, but some country in um, where's Kenya? East Africa. East Africa. Yeah, some country in East Africa. Shame on you. They have a system. <laughs> I mean, I, I would. I was sure, but I wasn't very sure. Oh, yeah. And um, they are. They actually have. I mean, you guys might have heard about cryptocurrencies and all this stuff, like virtual money. Like Kenya, actually, they've been doing this for years before it became a thing yeah. in the West. Yeah, before people, that's text, one of the reasons why yeah. Mark Zuckerberg went to Kenya because it's interesting okay. that so obviously yes. Facebook is trying to get into all this stuff. That's why they're willing to. They, they have a program where they're building airplanes to fly across the world, beaming free internet for people. Yeah. Mm. Provided you have like a Facebook account, and that way they can actually have more information on you, like Google does, blah yeah. blah blah. But ultimately, that drew Facebook to them because 
they've done something that the rest of the world hasn't. Not even the United States, yes. not even Japan, not even China. Yes. So even Kenya too. Like we're speaking about that as well, right? Because I'm saying they did it without credit, right? But sorry, they did it without credit. And the the reason I'm bringing it up is because you know the e transfers. Mm-hmm. The app was actually sold by like Kenya first. Mm-hmm. Oh, like so, Interact. Yes, the it's software. Like, yeah. So not not the app, sorry, the software. Yeah. Oh, the software. So basically, the code was someone from Kenya that made it before hmm. they released it. Because like Kenya, they already had that for a very long time as well. Yeah. So they were essentially, just to think back over you yeah. saying they were essentially using phones like Nokia thirty three ten. Yeah. To send money to themselves. Yes, yeah. like Nokia thirty three ten yeah. phones. Yeah. Damn. Stuff. Yes. Like, and also like the people adopted the technology, right? I don't know how long it took because we, we didn't hear about Safari that story. Eventual, yes. Yeah. But ultimately, like it became a thing where it's like you know marketers, like farmers, like it became so useful for them, and yes. it ultimately helps their economy. Uh-huh. Like you're trying to buy like a lot of stuff, but you're you want to make sure your money is safe. You don't want to be traveling in the bus because they know, oh, this route is a bunch of market farmers who are trying to go buy stuff. So they have hundreds of thousands of whatever currency it is in China. And so instead of Kenya, 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 Kenya that was and like, so, wait, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't and, so, and so instead of instead of like, you know, taking that risk, you're able to make your, you get to your destination, you have your products in front of you and you make the payments. And so you actually all buster their the economy. So they're able to yeah, make money that, faster. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying, right? It's like Which is what a China system. now is doing with Wheat we, we Weebo. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. So so it's like you have a system that can work okay. without a credit card. And also in the Western world you cannot do without a credit card. So that's still my point. Because Kenya did this without basically a credit card. You know So we can you, do you without can. a credit you, system. You can, but yes. it's much more you you can like in this part of the world you can do you can do without a credit card. But it you it's you have to be born in luxury to do that or like win a lottery and no really you just have to be financially smart that's to true to do that because what about have, the you, you what have, about you have, to, you have to be financially smart and not want many things because it's no it's the truth it's that is anti human nature at all in what in yeah the, so then it's a yeah, limited um that's lifestyle. a limited lifestyle exactly yeah because because your people the people I'm still even trying to learn the philosophy I'm I'm still trying to learn the philosophy it's called minimal um, minimalism yeah minimalism whereby you don't spend much right these are guys who yes they used to go insane with their credit cards expenditure and everything but they decided we're gonna cut down on a lot of expenses and it's worked out for them pretty much yeah you but know? it's a lifestyle change yeah. exactly yeah. Is it life, that's yeah, why I said yeah so you just need to be financially it. smart and just decide that I don't want to get that new iPhone X 10 that just came out oh. 10X that just came out oh. I don't want to get that house at this so at this particular year because some people have plans like oh I'm going to get my house 2023 and I'm going to get my Tesla 2023 or so I'm going to move in mm-hmm. you know I'm not attacking you about your yeah <laughs> I knew I heard Tesla right yeah no but I wasn't thinking about Pachibus <laughs> okay. but you know people have that in mind you know and because they have that in mind mm-hmm. they want to get it at that point in time mm-hmm. and they build up okay you know what since I can they've seen that this amount of years that they have it's not enough time for them to save up to get the house mm-hmm. So they, what would they do? Get a credit score, mm-hmm. so you can then go get a I mortgage. I feel like in that case you're going against like the found like fundamental like idea of like Western society, which is capitalism, right? Because with minimalism, you're not like spending. You're you're kind of like 
you're you kind of not spend your your how do I explain it? Like you're just going against like everything. But not really, is. because minimalism doesn't mean you don't spend. No, it doesn't mean it you don't spend. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it just means you buy what you need, not okay. what you want. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You get rather than buy four pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. you buy one good pair of shoe that can last you a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rather than buy um eight pairs of sh- eight um eight shirts, t-shirts, right? You buy two. Huh. Because really, if you look at your wardrobe, you might have like 20-something clothes, but how many do you really wear? Mm -hmm. You know, except if you want to wear two clothes per day in a week, then you only get to 14, Mm -hmm. but you still have 20-something clothes, Mm -hmm. you know? I just think, I mean, I think it's a good idea, but I think also like how realistic is it in Western society for everyone to adopt that lifestyle when meanwhile, like every day, a lot of people are bombarded with like, um, like ideologies of like buy this, buy that, and then you have to get this or get that. Like, it's like, I feel like depending on the society you are, you should kind of just live, like try and make, okay, for example, you are in the Western society. So it's like you just use credit cards or whatever you need to use appropriately. And then if you're in a society that doesn't need credit cards, you just don't mm-hmm. use credit cards essentially. But so like, adapt. Yeah, yeah, so adapt. So just depending on But learn how to, especially people coming from countries that don't use the credit yeah, card. Like, like no like, one tells you about how exactly. I think that's why a lot of immigrants en- end up here and like not, yeah. they don't make it like, financially in the system because they don't know how the system, the system works. works. So like yeah. when I first heard I was a credit card, so like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And when I heard about mortgages, I was like so pissed off. Like what the hell? Like, you know, Nigeria, if you want to if you want to own a house you rent for a bit save up money and then build, build a house, house or buy, buy a house and yeah. so what i noticed here is that well if you want to buy a decent home for like four or five people depends on the location it's probably from five hundred thousand dollars to like 1.5 million dollars and so no one is making enough money to be able to afford a five hundred thousand dollar or a 1.5 million dollar house perhaps you are and you know if you are whatever you're doing let me know what it is um, <laughs> i mean but, really yahoo yahoo boys but, but with a good plan you can actually do it like i said but, it's how long is guys, it guys we're take you? never ever 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 going to come to a consensus with this but like we do this thing um every week where we talk about the lesson from the week so what you've learned this week, it doesn't have to be related to this, but like anything from this week no, that, I um, already. huh? I have an answer for that already. You do? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. What is your lesson from this? So I guess for me, it's basically like team, teamwork makes the dream work. And ah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of not related to this stuff, but no, um, it's not meant to be. Yeah. And so Ebenezer knows the context of this, but basically I am kind of volunteering somewhere at a church and I needed to have like a certain number of people there to do something. Mm-hmm. And so like typically we have like limited number of people like reaching out to the people who said they were going to volunteer. And this time around we have more people. Uh, reaching out to other people like to make sure that everyone is able to commit to what they've said they would and like that actually happened and we blew past our goals so that was freaking amazing and that's just by like being able to talk to people about you know this is your responsibility and like them actually taking action to do it for the good of the for the greater good of the team Mm. yeah so I don't know if that's what you're looking for. No, that's what just, I got. Just any, that's any, right. a, anything. Wow, you look like you're about to drop a dime. Like, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> He's about to drop a dime. I can't okay. right <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think exactly what. Okay. Even I don't know. I, um, uh, alright. I would say it's it's gonna be based on my relationship. Like, I would say um, temptations are real. Mm. 
you know like it's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's really difficult um staying true to the person that you're in a relationship with because do you really want your girlfriend here this oh yeah don't worry i'll send it to her to the, crazy, the crazy thing is that the crazy thing is that i actually tell her yeah, yeah. It I actually is. tell her i, I let great. her know because that helps you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Should you tell her that we're all in a relationship together <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so it's really hard so what about this work is that you will like as i don't know about you guys what you see but for we guys when we see so when you see stuff that that attracts you, that you're attracted to you you want to act in it but then yeah. this week has made me realize that not made me realize but emphasized in me that it's it's just in the moment you know, it goes beyond that, and the relationship is way more watered mm-hmm. than acting on whatever art you get. Please say for yeah. the boys in the back, <laughs> loud it a bit, because I don't think I don't really think guys realize. That. Are you are you attacking Larry? Like I was, no, 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 that is my line of sight. No, it's Man committee, just so oh, there the you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I'm the chairman. <laughs> yes, I'm the chairman of the occasion. Now, <laughs> yeah, so what have you learned, Larry? Um, to be faithful. Yeah, like, um, for the week, I think it's about you talked about the moment, but for me, it's, it's probably not relationship, it's more like. You know, like, we're very much so focused on either the future or the past mm-hmm. that we forget to, like, live in, like, the present. Like, actually, the only thing you ever really have is the present moment. Like, you don't have five minutes ago. You don't have five minutes from now. You don't have two minutes or the second I first started saying this again. So you only have right Mars. now, you know? Deep. So <laughs> Yeah, Deep. so starting to learn how to live in the moment, not YOLO. Mm. For, no, that's the thing it's very as a very thin line not YOLO mm-hmm. more like be present because yeah. let's say God forbid right you take all the human beings out of this world and you're the only human being and you come here and ask animals what's the time right now or what time is it they're going to tell you now like the time is now I didn't get that last one no the time is now like literally because animals don't even know Okay. In terms of the concept of our that's some good shit right there. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> just trying to focus more on like your reality and your presence and accept it because I feel like a lot of times we don't accept the present moment. We always pray for either the past or the or future. future. And so yeah. What I learned from this week. Yeah, I just wanted to um, to be grateful for life because I feel like a lot of people don't celebrate birthdays and a lot of people don't want to celebrate birthdays. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Everyone's yeah. hand went up. Like I wasn't calling you guys out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, but no, no. It's 
important. It's important, I think. Even if you're not like proper celebrating it. I think a lot of people want to celebrate their birthdays in like or life in in the important times or yep. whatever. But what if those important times never come? Like I mean God forbid we're all going to live till we're old and all of that but not everyone gets that so i think you should first of all celebrate every moment obviously but how practical is it that you remember every day to celebrate it so like i mean your birthday is a tangible time i think to just really reflect on first of all the relationships that you've made in your life um the connections to be grateful for that and um to appreciate everyone your birthday isn't necessarily just about you because your life is because of other people mm-hmm. it sounds the people you have in your life the people you have in your life that's what brings the quality yeah. so like i felt like this time like i really just appreciated everyone around me and i think mm. birthdays are good for that if not for can you let it go i did part you didn't even know it was my birthday let's start with that well, I sent, exactly. I sent you happy birthday because you places, saw it. But I did send you happy birthday because you saw it somewhere. Okay, you when did it Okay, apologies. All right. I, uh, your birthday is uh, soon. Is um. <laughs> you cut me. Okay. Um. But all I can say is yeah, just be appreciative of life. November nineteenth. Oh, no, that's Hadiza's. Exactly. Yeah, I'm um, showing you that I know. Dad. I know I He's on Facebook. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. No, he wasn't. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. So be appreciative of life. Um a lot and your birthday is a good time for it. Um, lesson from the week. Shit. Um She's grateful for many Patrick this week at the lab. No. <laughs> Yo. Wow. I just um, you yeah, okay. give me one That's second. Um, okay, I'm just gonna say, I'll just say I'm grateful for life generally. Grateful that you I, learned that you're grateful for life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just grateful for life. Um, I'm grateful for like my family and friends and like, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful. All right, guys. So we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.